Yo, what's going on everybody? I think there's two live streams again. I just went and shut a different one down, but I think it came back. I, I really have no idea how this is happening or kind of like what's going on, but there's two streams again. Uh, if anyone has any idea why that would be happening, it's probably, I don't know if it's my OBS settings or what, but it's just, I, I don't know. I'm just absolutely confused. Um, but I'm here. If you, I'm gonna write something in the comments. I'm gonna write, uh, "Hey, well, I'll write yo." That's more on brand. If you don't see yo in the comments of the live stream that you're watching, you're in the wrong one. Just go out of that one and go back to the my channel and find the live streams. The other one is the one where I'm in. I don't know why that's keeps happening. <laughs> um, I even like was hoping by going and like making a different thumbnail poking fun at it you know i figure like the time that i poke fun at it and make a live stream thumbnail with me and myself that would certainly be the one where it doesn't happen but it happened again i think so franklin Hillier says is this going to be the one with the cool kids or the other one i'm not sure anymore i have no idea um jpage says i'm here so this is for the cool kids i would normally say if i'm somewhere it's not the one for the cool kids but i'm in both so i guess that doesn't matter <laughs> rain is hoping she's in the right dimension today who knows who knows ah yeah uh, <laughs> uh, Martha's here, Chris Yao's here, Taryn Tui, Jonathan Fan. Good to see everybody here. Today, I know it's not a happy hour, but I'm going with a beer today. I'm going with a Miller Lite because it's that kind of day. I'm tired. I got it in my little Jabba Lives koozie. I hope Jabba's doing all okay. Um, because I did hear that in the storm that hit Iowa real bad, um, someone was telling me, I think on Instagram messages, that uh, that same storm went through and knocked over a whole bunch of heavy equipment at the Treasure Island Foods, or what used to be the lot of the Treasure Island Foods, a grocery store. That's the same lot where I would always see Jabba every day. So hopefully he's doing all right. Ah, all right. So it is Dunbar's here, Leona Wong, Travis Rogan. Good to see everybody. Um, I'm I'm really tired today. I gotta tell you because. This morning I got back from my run, had a really great run. I'll talk about that in a little bit uh, more as well. Oh, maybe I will, maybe we won't today. Um, really nice relaxing run. Stayed, heart rate stayed in like the 130s the entire time. No hill surges, just taking it easy. Then I got back home and my daughter was like waiting at the steps, like ready to go for her. Like she now she thinks she gets a morning bike ride, which I'm kind of like liking the idea, especially like once school starts. I think that's what, something we'll do to like kind of start the day. Um, so we'll go on a morning bike ride and, uh, we do like a little two mile loop, uh, throughout the neighborhood and, uh, it's pretty fun. And then, uh, a couple hours later, that baby carrier thing, I don't know if it's a trailer, the bike trailer arrived. And so I got that assembled and then we wanted to, they wanted to go on another bike ride, but this time I was carrying the baby or the four-year-old behind us in the trailer. So I've been doing a lot of bicycling lately or cycling, I keep calling it bicycle, cycling. Um, I, uh, yeah, had some cycling, uh, in today and it's been, it's been a lot of fun, but I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little tired. I'm getting too much cross training in. And then I even did a lot of stretching, like hit stretching. I had my, like my legs out and then flipped the one leg over. Usually my right one is a little bit more tight. So I'll flip that over and kind of like a, not a figure four, but like a, uh, I guess like a Tetris piece. Um, did that and did that on both sides because I was listening to a uh, Zoom meeting, or I guess it was a Google Hangout or Google Meet, 
about school starting. So, yeah, I, had, I actually had to do a lot today. Um, how's everybody else doing? Um, Rainrunner says, I heard a rumor that Saucony is releasing two new colors for the speed in September, a yellow and a pink. Ooh, those are interesting. I saw today that the Ride 13 just came out in a triple black, and um, it looks pretty good, I got to tell you. Ross W. says, I was just going to write SL20 as a joke, and someone beat me to it because someone had said, uh, JPH says, Edbud has the SL20 versus the Beacon 3. I'm going to have to go check that out, even though I still haven't run in the Beacon 3 yet. But also, I fixed, I think I fixed the uh, word of the day. <laughs> I made it a little bit louder. Um, so hopefully that came through this time. But someone said SL20, so we got to do it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, Tony says, this is the highlight of my day. Thanks, Kofuji. It's a highlight of my day, too. I really look forward to it. I really enjoy it. I'm having such a good time with everybody here. Um, yeah, it's just been, it's been really enjoyable. Thanks, everyone. Ooh, a Rainrunner says, I read about it in a subreddit, and someone had emailed Saucony to ask about it after a retailer on Amazon accidentally posted a photo of the yellow version. Hmm. Interesting. Let's see. Uh, Rainwater says, the sound is great. All right, Mark Rain says, the sound came through fine. Awesome. Great for word of the day. Um, yeah, someone laughing in there in addition to the sharing. Yeah, there's a little peewee giggle at the end. <laughs> uh, Corey Allen says, although I'm not in the market for an SL20, I might travel down to Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin, Adidas outlet to try them on. Hmm. Uh, where is the present Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin, Adidas outlet? I went to an Adidas outlet last summer, I want to say. When we went on, uh, I think we were in the Dell. Were we in Wisconsin Dells? Yeah, I think so. We went to like a water park in the summer, late last summer. Um, up by Devil's Lake somewhere near there. And there was an Adidas outlet. It was somewhere in Wisconsin. And I have no idea on Wisconsin geography. So like I know like Milwaukee's close to me, Madison's further, um, and Green Bay is really, really far. That's kind of like my understanding of Wisconsin. I know where the Cheese Castle is, that too. But um, we were somewhere in Wisconsin. And um, yeah, the Adidas outlet, there was an Adidas outlet, a Nike outlet, and an Under Armour outlet. And I was super excited and I dragged my entire family to go. It was like after the entire weekend and I was like, we should go look, maybe we'll do some school shopping. I just kind of like threw that out there and my wife totally bought it. And um, we did end up doing some school shopping because there's some kid outlet stuff that we don't have in Chicago or we didn't have access to close to us without like renting a car or something. So we did do some school shopping anyway, but all the outlets that I went to, I was a little bit kind of like underwhelmed or rather, I think the thing was like those kinds of outlets, you got to be willing. It's kind of like going to like Salvation Army or like you're buying at a thrift shop. You got to be willing to like thumb through the racks, you know, like look through everything. And like when you're there with your kids and stuff and they're waiting, you don't have the chance to really do that. So I was able to look through it. It was okay. But, you know, I didn't really get a lot of good pickups on that day. And I was hoping to get some good ones. I had like planned it out. I was going to make a whole vlog. That was going to be the vlog for the day was about like going to the outlet mall and seeing like all the great finds. And I just came up, I didn't really get much anything. 
Viri asks, thoughts on women, Pegasus 37 for my daily shoe, usually around 25 miles a week on concrete mostly. I think it's a good, a really solid daily trainer. And for that number of miles, I think it is definitely going to do pretty good for you with the um, Zoom Air Pocket. I think that that is uh, with React Foam. It's a great combo on concrete. I feel like that shoe is kind of designed with a lot of road miles um, in mind. Um, Terrence Huey says, Kofuzi, with your mom dropping in on most live streams, what does she think about it and your fame? Um, I mean, frankly, I think she'd probably trade it. I don't think she's here today. Um, but I think, frankly, she would trade it if I were a doctor. I mean, if I told her, like, tomorrow that, like, eh, you know, I think I want to go to medical school, she'd be very excited about that. Um, in my third year of law school, she did at one point kind of, like, throw out a Hail Mary and was like, you know, you could still go to medical school. Uh, she kind of left that out there. But um, that half-joking aside, I think that the one time we were walking somewhere like near her apartment, just like in a random park and some dude who was running, I like waved him and, uh, he, uh, he stopped and was like, Hey, are you Kofuzi? And, and then like, he like talked and we took a selfie and like, my mom was like, do you know that guy? And I was like, no, that's when she was like, what? And then she got like super excited about it. And it was like, this is like, this is something. Um, cause I think she's kind of like endured a lot of my like kind of like side hobbies and stuff i've had a variety of different creative outlets over the years and so like i feel she's like she's like oh that's fun that you're doing that but i think like this time she's like oh like oh people know who you are i think it's kind of like it's a different kind of proud and but i'll take it and uh i think she's su she's super supportive Yeah, Mark Chan Coco saying the Ride 13 came out in the triple black. Looks pretty fresh. I wish it would have come out in the blackout colorway that they made, though. I'm surprised. I mean, maybe I, I haven't been looking lately, but I feel like it should have come out like the Kinvara, the Triumph 17, and then the Freedom 3. Did the Liberty come out in it, too? Um, all came out in the black upper and then like the gray midsole. And I thought that was like the best designs that they've had in a long time. And I love that they use it across multiple shoes. I was like, that's it. That's like squad goals. You got to get it like that. And then like, there was just the three and I was like, hmm. so I'm hoping that the ride does come with, come out with that. Um, Corey Allen says, since you touched on not being interested in topo in the past, I do recommend you do a review of the ST three in parentheses speed training. Since you seem to like the ultra Escalante 2.0, I will keep that in mind. ST three. All right. I'll take a look. Uh, Wheat City Soul says, uh, just picked up the Saucony Endorphin Speed in the Mutant colorway. Absolutely phenomenal. Really fast shoe, great pop, fantastically cushioned, and the speed roll makes the transition ultra smooth. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that shoe. I really like it. Um, my knee feels like I'm, I'm back at 100% in my knee, I think. Today, I didn't feel it at all. I didn't feel it in the morning. So I think I'm back at 100%. Um, I'm not going to go start jumping into heavy Saucony rotation again, but I think I could sprinkle it in now at this point, and I'm looking forward to getting back into speed. Uh, Frank Lillier says, Asian parents living up to their stereotype. Well, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my parents are very much not stereotypical in a lot of ways, um, but at the same time that they are, you know, and so um, that's one of the ways that they are. But I would say in the over-under, they are by far – 
not stereotypical Asian parents than they are stereotypical Asian parents. And I feel very lucky about that. Uh, Martha says, your mom sounds like my mother. And my brother did end up going to med school. However, before that, he was set to go to MIT in astrophysics. Hmm. That's interesting. Like, do you think your mom would have been disappointed if you went and became an astrophysicist? I think that, like, I don't know. Like, I think if, I mean, we can ask my mom. I think I'll ask my mom. Like, if it was a choice between, like, I was going to go to MIT to be an astrophysicist or, like, go to, like, like just, like, a regular, like, UMDNJ in New Jersey, like, and go to, like, the regular medical school there, which would she be more proud of? I think probably the doctor. But astrophysicist sounds pretty impressive. Local Dora says, hey, Gofuzi, how did your endorphin speed do on the Heritage Trail? I'm running a half mile on similar terrain. I'm going back and forth between the endorphin speed and the Nike 4%. Um, they did great. I really loved them. I thought it was the perfect shoe for me to have. Uh, really great cushion uh, to get me through like those like long miles. And then towards the end, that's when I was running on a lot of concrete. And um, I didn't really feel so much of the pop of the carbon fiber plate until I got back onto concrete. And that's exactly what I needed it. So it was really nice. It was like kind of having like the best of both worlds um, in terms of like a really just comfortable cushioned shoe and then having like a plated shoe at the end. Oh, my mom is here. Hi, mom. Good to see you. She's been here probably this whole time. Mommy just lurking. <laughs> Hopefully you guys are doing well. Um... Martha says, I think Saucony is probably already surprised with how popular the speeds will be as marathon race shoes, despite their intention for it to be training sibling for the pro. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to get a, a gauge on that, like to talk to someone about that and be like, you know, because um, it's like, you know, you work on projects and you have an idea of how it's going to be received and then you like le unleash it into the world. And sometimes it might take a turn. I feel like the Nova Blast was definitely a surprise for ASICs people. Because um, I talked to some ASICs people um, right about when they were starting to get released. Um, and they were like, they were excited about it. But I don't think that they were like, everybody's going to have this on their top five list by the end of the year. They weren't talking to me. I, don't, I mean, and the people I talked to, I probably, it probably doesn't sound like something that they would say. But um, yeah, I, I hadn't tried it at that point. But like, if I had known, I would have been like, I don't know if you guys know what you have on your hands. Um, I wonder if they, I do wonder if they think that about the speed. I think that every, they probably were like, Jared Ward loves the Endorphin Pro. Everyone's going to love the Endorphin Pro. It's going to be the great one. But I think it's the speed that's definitely like the, going to sell like, I'm, I hope it's selling like crazy. Jake says, what has your injury history been? Is the knee issue your first? Um, my injury history is, I mean, like when I was um, in high school, I didn't really know how to pole vault. I was a pole vaulter and I didn't really know how to do it. And we had a coach that came like once a week or so. Um, and so like I was doing all sorts of things wrong and I put a lot of strain on my lower back. Like I remember senior year, like spring break, I spent the entire time laying down. I couldn't move. Um, and then uh, I ended up having like, I battled like different like Achilles injuries, not injuries, but just overuse uh in college and uh it comes up occasionally during like uh periods of intense uh like speed work where the achilles will just flare up and it'll just be like a little bit tender it's one of those things where like if you touch it it just gets so much worse 
But, you know, I've not really had, like, any major injuries. Nothing that's, like, really sidelined me. I've had a knee problem after I did my first marathon in 2010, which was a couch to marathon. By the end of that, like, it was my other knee. It was my left knee that had a pretty similar feel but, like, much worse. And I basically took a year off of running. I tried to run a couple times, and the knee still bothered me. And I was like, I'm going to take a break. I think I'm done with this for a while. I ran my marathon. I'm good. Uh, and then I came back to it later, um, you know, 2016 or so. And then, uh, it's been fine. And like this knee kind of like flares up like this every once in a while, it seems not too much. And then last, I don't know if you remember guys remember, but like maybe like two summers ago, was it? Or even some until last summer, um, my right foot had something underneath it. Kind of like, uh, something that was like poking underneath my foot that uh, I think like Morton's neuroma is probably the best way I can describe it. And it affects me. And that's like a shoe specific, a shoe specific kind of like injury that happens when I'm training intensely. So like if I'm just in like a regular normal training block, like not, not a training block, just like running, um, just doing low heart rate training, the foot, the, the like the Morton's neuroma thing doesn't ever like uh, appear. But once I start um, training a little bit harder and I'm starting to squeeze myself into some tighter shoes, then I feel like I, that, that might flare up. So that's like that's the thing that worries me more than my knee. So that's kind of like the only things that ever kind of bother me. Um, JC said my mom is here and she must have heard me telepathic because, yeah, mom, we were talking about you a little bit, but um, all good things, all good things. Mark Rainey says, you could get a PhD in shoe development, plastics experts, a doctorate of philosophy. Well, I mean, I already have a doctorate. I'm a lawyer, so I have a juris doctorate. But, you know, I'm not going to call myself a doctor. <laughs> That'd be really weird. Um, yeah, and if I was like a PhD, I wouldn't call myself a doctor. Although there was a time where I thought I might get a PhD in biology, but um, I didn't really like lab work. I was not very good at it. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Stevie 76 says, what degree do you need to get to design running shoes? Um, I'm not sure. That's interesting. That's a good question to ask. I, uh, I, I'll have to find out. You know, Jamie went to, where did he go? He went to New Balance. Did he go to, yeah, I think he went to New Balance a while ago, a little while ago. And I just watched those videos. And he talked to people there. Like, that would have been an interesting question. Like, how do you get into this line of work? Because um, he talked to some people that design shoes over there. I wonder if it's more of an engineering background first or a graphic design background or that people have both. I'm not sure. Hmm. Recycled on Wednesday says there's a shoe designer on this week's Ginger Runner Live. He's a human factors engineer, but he said there are lots of different paths. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um... JC says, Co, what marathons are on your must-run list other than the majors? I would say for me, like, my, my list would be mainly, like, U.S.-based. Um, so, because uh, there's still just so many in the U.S., but there are a handful that I'd want to run um, abroad. Uh, but the list is, like, really, really big. So, like, you know, if it's in Europe, I'll go run it if, there, if like, the opportunity presents itself because I just would love a trip. But... Um, for me, the non-major ones in the U.S. would be um, like CIM. I think uh, Grandma's is another one that I really want to run. Uh, let's see what I'd really like to run LA. 
I'd like to run um, those are the three that I can think of right now the one in Phoenix I think you run down the mountains or you down, run down the hills back into the city that sounds kind of fun I mean I like downhill races we talked about that yesterday um, and Mark Char Mark Chancoco says a Disney marathon yeah I'd, I'd like I'd like to do a Disney marathon too although like I I'm a little bit concerned about the route that it wouldn't be the most parts of it wouldn't be the most interesting because we went to Disney World last year or a little over a year ago now on a cruise and we stayed at Disney the Disney Resort area for a little while and I ran all around over there and I think that like where I ran was like where like a lot of the the longer race routes go and it's not that great <laughs> but I suppose like when there's a Disney marathon event there'll be like staff and like characters and other stuff to look at besides like running from like the parking lot of one resort to the parking lot of another one i imagine i hope map 852 says i used to work with industrial designers one of them now works with athletic shoes though not specifically running shoes b rotten said a minor in kinesiology would help too maybe yeah i think that yeah, I think that there could be a lot of different ways to approach it. And I think it's definitely one of those multidisciplinary things where, like, you wouldn't have to be one person that does all of those. But it could be, you know, a way of how you get in there, get in the door. And then you think, like, experience lets you make more or have more of a contribution. But that'd be pretty cool. I think that would be a pretty cool job to have. But at the same time, it's like, you know, what if your job were to be, like, I mean, like, not to knock any shoe, but like, what if your job was, so I won't name any specific brand or, 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 um, specific shoe, but like, what if your job was to like work on, you know, the something, something 38, you know, or there's something, something 29, you know, cause when you, once you have shoes that have been around that long, it's hard to really like go crazy with it, you know? So I think that would be a little bit confining as well. But it'd be fun because then you like you do really well at that, and then you get to make your first like ring con, or you get to make your first meta racer kind of thing. That'd be fun. Phil Scroggins says, "Have you ever run Boston?" I haven't. I was gonna do it this year, um, but you know that didn't work out. Uh, Cabrera ninety five says, "Are you gonna run Houston twenty twenty one?" You know, I saw an email about that today, and I've been thinking about it. I'm like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm going to do that because like, I don't really think I'm going to go to a race until there's a vaccine and I probably won't even um, like think about signing up for races until like the vaccine is out. You know, I'm not going to be like, all right, Houston 2020 and that'd be January. I think we'll be good. I'm going to sign up for one now. I'm going to give it a lot of time. I'm going to let like things kind of shake out. Um, I've talked about this before too. And actually my family were, we were all talking about it yesterday and cause you know, now they're saying like there's multiple vaccines in phase three human trials. Now, how do we figure out who gets the first like batch, you know? And so, uh, I've talked for a long time about how I'm very happy to volunteer to let other people go first ahead of me. Um, cause we're cool. We're hanging out here. We're, we're, we're doing great. I got a bike now. I got a bike trailer, you know, I'm good we could keep living like this for a little while so um but that also means it'll take me that much longer to get into a race the, the thing that is crazy though is how many people just are already like i don't care i'm not getting a vaccine 
that's kind of strange to me. But um, Ricardo Categori says, Hey, Ko, do you think runners like Kipchoge and Bekele would eventually run ultras in parentheses when they are older? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think like Kipchoge is always going to be a marathon guy. Bekele, I'm not, I don't think so either. Um, Cause like, has there been, are there other like African runners who have gone on to like make names for themselves in the ultra field? I've just, I don't know that much about ultra running to know if that's the case. Hmm. But I think that like there, I, I mean, I think what Kipchoge, I mean, Kipchoge already has like a camp. He has a compound of people. And so like, he's already, I mean, it is the NN team. That's like all him. Right. So I don't know exactly how that team is structured and financed, but, uh, I see him doing something like that where he's still going to be involved in the sport. Um, but at the marathon level, when he's done running them, he'll be coaching them. I, I imagine. And then Bekele, I don't know. Like, um, uh, it seems like, you know, you win a couple of races and then you go back to your home country and then you make all sorts of other business investments. Um, kind of like Magic Johnson, you know, he made a bunch of money playing basketball and then became a very successful business person. And so and not necessarily like, I mean, basketball is always going to be connected to kind of his, him and his personality and his persona, but he's not still like playing basketball, you know? Okay. Did you see him sketching the new next percent? It was his idea for zoom air on the forefoot. That's interesting that it was his idea for zoom air on the forefoot. Is that, is that true? I don't, I did I didn't see him sketch that, but I mean, I suppose like for someone like him, he probably has a really good sense of what he wants, you know? Hmm. Cause I think that like the turbo was a lot inspired by him as well. Because he was like, I want something that I can train every day in. Uh, Arnold Atlanta says, I know I'm late, but I confirmed Taco Bell's from California, not Texas, as stated in yesterday's stream. I was thinking about that all morning today. I was like, I think I, I, think I really needed to be fact-checked on that one. I should have just looked it up right on the spot because I was saying that Taco Bell is from Texas. And I'm like, uh, I can envision it in my mind. I've seen like the documentaries on it that the first Taco Bell was like, made because like a dude went to like a restaurant across the street like went to like a restaurant and had like the spanish like pavilion kind of like design motif like with the stone tiles and everything on the roof that the, all the taco bells used to have um and like he made another restaurant like very close to that. i was like i couldn't envision it all and that's where they had like the fried tortilla chips that he dipped in the salsa and like he was just like this is amazing what is this i want to make this a business um, so I'm envisioning it on. I just couldn't picture what state that was in. Thank you so much for confirming and correcting me. Always happy to be corrected. Let's see. Uh, Martha says, healthcare workers will get the first batch. As a senior, I hope to be next. I mean, I think that makes the most sense. Like the people that are like, you know, protecting the infrastructure, like um, like our healthcare infrastructure, those people should be first. Uh and all the other essential things like uh, utilities uh, and all the other essential services, I would argue uh, sanitation workers especially should be in the front. And then uh, vulnerable populations as well. And so, uh, you know, I think that um, there's a lot of that makes sense. And I hope that everyone that is av 
able to get earlier shots gets them. Um, and that there isn't, you know, there's all these polls I've been listening that people are reporting on saying that like 50% of the people aren't interested in, in a vaccine and won't take it. I really hope that when it's like the doctor gives you a call and be like, hey, we got a whole bunch, come in, uh, that people are like, all right, oh, I'll go. I'll get it. Uh, Simon Evans says, we have Mo Farah to blame for the heel flare and the peg 35 onwards. That was his idea. I mean, was it his idea, though? Because there was, um, I know that he didn't like the back of the Pegasus. And he used to cut his. He used to, like, take, like, a, I don't know if it was an X-Acto knife or a box cutter or what, but he would cut the back heel of his Pegasus. But I thought that there was also a Mo Farah edition of the Pegasus that was cut low. So it was like almost like a slip-in kind of shoe because like the back heel cup was cut really low. Um, so like the heel flare, I thought was something else. I didn't know that that was on him. All right, Chris Dykes got to head out. See you tomorrow, Chris. Uh, wish we could have still had you, but understand. Um, let's see. Yeah, Martha says, who's really to blame for the heel flares? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Jody Run says, it'll be interesting for next year's Boston Marathon is I can't see borders being fully open internationally. So will they invite more locals or run with lower numbers? I mean, I think that um, even if it was like most countries like couldn't come, like, like if you're in Europe, maybe you can't come over because then you'd have to like return from the U.S. and that would be a problem. Um, I mean, hopefully by April, that's no longer their concern. Um, but, uh, maybe it still is. And they're still like concerned about really large international gatherings. So maybe they, there isn't a Boston 2021, but, uh, or there isn't an international one. Like I haven't seen any race. I've seen races that say we're going virtual. I've seen races that say we're going elite only, but are there any races that are like domestic or local runners only? Is it, but isn't that kind of what Hamburger is doing? I thought, oh, maybe I, maybe I have seen that. I don't know. Um, but I think that if it was, say, like 2021 Boston goes U.S. only, I think that they could, they could still easily fill it within the time qualifying numbers because you think there's got to be all the 2020 runners and anyone else that would have done, like, there weren't that many marathons in 2020, but there were some. And I think there's some races going on, like, here and there. So, like, maybe there are some Boston qualifying times that are, like, trickling in. I think they could still fill it. If nothing else, they'll fill it up with charity bibs um, to hopefully make up for last year's not getting as much money, you know. Rainrunner says she heard the polls, too, about people that are claiming to not want the any potential uh, coronavirus vaccine, and she said she felt very defeated. Yeah. Um... Martha says she's heard 30% won't take the vaccine. Hope that's more accurate. Bad enough. Yeah, I mean, that's a better number. I was hearing like 40, 47% won't take it. Like only 53% would wanted to take it of people polled. I mean, again, I don't, I, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if they like, uh, yeah, even if the, I mean, there, there's going to be certain, no matter where they pull from and no matter how skewed a sample set they have, there are portions of the country that that's definitely the right numbers you know so that's crazy 
Uh, Ross W says when they created the movie Contagion, they could think of everything: pandemic, food shortages, etc. But they couldn't possibly manage people not and in being interested in getting the vaccine. <laughs> That's funny. Reed Moore says, I want to be the shoe designer who is responsible for the pull dab, power of the controversy. Yeah, I, I, I think they look great. I, I don't really find them that interesting. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll claim to love them because it's just funny. But they're, they're okay. They're okay. Terrence Huey says, Big Sur Marathon canceled not just 2020, but said they're going on hiatus at least through 2021 to monitor the situation. I actually thought that was the best response of any race so far. That's, that is, um, that is an interesting idea. Um, cause maybe they're just need to cool off and be like, look, we're not going to keep people around. We're just going to furlough everybody. And then we'll see if we can come back at all. Maybe but that's tough. That's hard to like, to like make a prediction that far out. DW Running says Taco Bell's new restaurant concept includes two drive-through lanes and on-site bellhops. Hmm. I mean, now that I'm in driving country, uh, or basically the like most like 99% of the United States, I I really I like drive-throughs. Although I have not been to a drive-through, I've not gotten like we did restaurant takeout food for a while, maybe for like the first month, but then after a while we're like, nope. I only know how to cook like eight things, but we're going to have those eight things over and over and over again because we just wanted to rely on ourselves for food. I just think it's really weird. I mean, I guess we haven't heard too much about uh, like food transmission of coronavirus, but it just seems like, you know, ooh, six feet might not be enough. But that takeout, sure, eat it up. Like, I don't, I don't know. It makes me a little bit nervous. Um, but then again, we've been getting Happy Joe's pizza. And we've been okay. So, I don't know. I've always conflicted about, like, but drive-through, it's like drive-through, like, you're getting the food from someone. You know what I mean? So, it's like, I mean, I guess I'm getting the food from the lady at the counter at Happy Joe's. But, like, the other day I was driving to get groceries. And usually my wife goes, but I went. It was uh, during the middle of the week. And I was like, maybe I should run through the drive-through at a Starbucks. But then I was like, I don't know if there is a Starbucks in Dyersville anymore. I think there's a, I think there might be. But it's on the other side of town now. Not Dyersville, Dubuque. Dyersville doesn't have one for sure, but Dubuque. Um, Terrence Huey says, Kofuzi, as opposed to San Francisco Marathon, which postponed to fall 2020, then made it virtual or charged to defer to 2021 with no guarantees of 2021 impossible and other deferral fee. Yeah, that's not that very cool. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't like the way that one worked. That I don't like the way that worked out. That sounds crazy. Ooh, Travis Rogan says London was pushed uh, to October next year, too. Already? Was it really? Oh, I mean, that makes sense. Um, it makes sense, but it's still like, I, I didn't I haven't heard of that. So, mm. Mark Chancoco says, LOL, I've just been um, getting a lot of, quite a lot of Uber Eats. They just leave at the door. Yeah, all the delivery food that we did. Um, there's like an, uh, entry area, like where our call box is in the building, um, in Chicago. And so like they would call up and I was like, just leave it on the counter. And then I would go downstairs and get it later. And so I like, I felt very comfortable with that. Cause then there was like a cooling off period. There wasn't like a direct handoff. Um, I mean, I, I know that's not, I know I'm being overly cautious, but I, I, I'm in a mood to be overly cautious. If I'm going to make a mistake, I'd rather make a mistake on the cautious side. I'd rather get laughed at later. Um, for how overly cautious I was. That's kind of how it was. Uh, 
Um, DW says, my bucket list marathon is the Petra Marathon in Jordan. There are, I, I'm not familiar with that. I imagine the, the views are probably going to be fantastic. Um, but one of the areas that I would love, I mean, I'd like to run a marathon like, like uh, in Greece. That'd be cool. But I, like the Athens marathon route was super hilly and super insanely hot. So I'm like, uh, maybe not. But uh, other places that I thought like of like really, really far destinations, well, I, I, I would really like to run a marathon in Hawaii. And I think my wife would be down with that because we'd make a trip out of it. And we would bring the kids. And there's a Disney resort in Hawaii. So I think that would work. I think I could swing that. But I'd also really like to do some in Asia as well. Um, I was just watching like a, a video popped up from a guy, Jordan. I forget his... Um, youtube channel name but his name is jordan and he's been traveling basically backpacking like non-stop with occasional stops at home like at his parents house but like for years and then he had to go home to england uh when everything kind of shut down um but he ran a uh, a marathon along the bur- uh, along the great wall of china which i was like oh that'd be hilly it'd be hot it'd be insanely intense like that seems like a cool really cool event um and then I also know that there is a marathon in North Korea, which I'm like, that would be either awesome or I would end up getting arrested somehow. I think I'd probably end up getting arrested. Um, but, like, those are some areas where I think it would be really just bizarre, surreal, but great to run a marathon. Uh, Martha says, if the vaccine has high efficacy, could possibly be as high as 89% heard yesterday if it's like the SARS-CoV-1 vaccines. I guess it's not our problem about those who choose to gamble. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I hope that that's correct. I hope that that's correct. Um, I mean, I have not really heard too much about like efficacy numbers so far or projected efficacy numbers, but yeah. I mean, that'd be super cool if it were that effective. Um, Louis M is here. Awesome, good to see you. Uh, CV76 say, didn't the vaccine in I Am Legend make everyone zombies? I don't remember, but I did like that movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I think that for, there are there were many times where I'm like, uh, and I think I've said this on a couple of live streams and maybe in a couple of videos too, where I feel like, you know, you watch all these movies where you're already like in the zombie apocalypse, but you don't see like what happened before the zombie apocalypse. Right. You don't really get a really clear sense of like what were people thinking at the time? And I'm like, oh, now we get to see what people are thinking at the time because we're about to have a zombie apocalypse. And my first thought was like, oh, the zombie apocalypse is this COVID-19. It's, it's going to mutate and then we'll all become zombies. Then I realized, oh, no, no, no. Uh, project whatever it's called, hyperspeed, where Trump is like rushing doctors to make a vaccine faster. That's where we get um, the zombie apocalypse. But I suppose in reality, the zombie apocalypse is going to come when, uh, we get the vaccine and it's not the vaccine that's get us, but the microchip that's in there that once they turn on 5g, that's when we'll become back zombies. I think that's how it goes. Right. I I think that's how it becomes zombies. (laughs) Dan, um, Dan Rodriguez says, I just pick up a bunch seven easy run shoes from running warehouse hoping to eliminate some just by stepping into them but we'll probably need it to run in a few to make a final decision 
that's a lot of shoes at once. I, I don't think I've ever bought that many shoes at one time. I think the most is when, like one time I came home from, uh, I met, uh, my friend Brandon, who, uh, is my, one of my contacts over at Roadrunner Sports. He was in town and I met him over in Chicago at the Roadrunner Sports location. And he sent me home with a whole bunch of shoes. Like that was the most shoes that I ever brought home at once. I think that was like six or maybe five, seven shoes is a lot, Dan, but it sounds like you're gonna have a fun time. Um, Ilya Kim says, hey, Kofuzi, just ran 10K with my new running buddy. We're eating watermelon with spoons and watching your live stream right now. Have a good one. That sounds pretty pleasant. That sounds really nice. Um, we've been getting sweet corn from some of the local stands around here, and it's delicious. And it's like we're at the end of it. There was like a note my mother-in-law said. They went to the, the corn stand again and said the note is this is the last week of sweet corn. So we got some sweet corn, and this will be the end of it for another year. We didn't eat enough of it, I'm pretty sure. And um, also the stands have cantaloupe and watermelon, and they've been insanely good. They've been so good. And the way my mother-in-law prepares watermelon is so nice. She will cut up the entire thing into large chunks. So you don't have to deal with, like, the rind or whatever. I, mean, so, I know there's something very tactile and enjoyable about having, like, eating it from, like, the like the triangle piece of watermelon. But, like, you can also just, like, eat bunches and bunches of watermelon and cantaloupe the way she does it so you're just eating the whole time it's it's been great i've been eating so much watermelon this summer it's been amazing uh, all right let's get one more and then i get going for the day um let's see simon evans says the zombie apocalypse is already happening have you seen how many partially sentient people are around fair enough that's pretty funny <laughs> uh all right uh, Cedric Brady says, and we'll end on this one today. Um, this weekend is my birthday weekend turning 18 and the goal is to run 18 miles. My furthest run is half marathon so far. Wish me luck. Well, that sounds, uh, fantastic. What a great way to celebrate. Uh, Cedric, uh, happy birthday to you. Hope you have a fantastic time. Hope you have a fantastic 18 mile run, um, and have a great experience with it. Very cool. All right. That's going to be it for me today. Oh, look at the babies here. What's going on? You want to say hi to everybody? Hi. Well, I'm about to leave, so can you say bye, everybody, be safe? Bye, everybody, be safe. All right, be safe, everybody. Have a good weekend. We'll have a video maybe tomorrow morning. Maybe it will be Sunday morning. I'm not sure, but we'll definitely have a live stream in the afternoon. Same time, same channel. I Oh, I don't know because there's two channels, I guess. There's parallel channels. I'm not sure. Hopefully, I'll get that figured out. I probably won't, but until then, hopefully you guys are staying safe out there. I'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks, everybody.